What's going on, everybody? It's uh, it's your boy back with another episode of Trent Thirty. Did you miss me? Did be honest. Were you a little sad? I hadn't been around for a while on the old Trent Thirty. Were you thinking, man, what happened to that guy? Is he just taking a break? Is he taking a holiday from the old social media podcast world? Well, I'll tell you something. I'm back. And I'm back with some energy. Okay, and I'm fired up. It's 2024. New me. I like the old me. You know, I'm taking the old me into the new year. Anyone else? Everyone's doing New Year's resolutions. Like there was something wrong with the old you. Maybe you liked old you. Maybe old you was doing some killer shit. I'm just going to leave that guy back there. Come on. Take him with you. Maybe make some improvements on where old you was. But take old you with you. He'd like to see new things in the new year. Why leave him behind? What did he do? That was so bad. Okay, there was those few things. Sure. Everyone's got them. But... Take old you with you into the new year and just improve on old you. Huh? And you and old you can sit down at the end of this year and go, man, we did it. Both of us. Me and old you did it together. I hope you're good. I hope uh, 2024 is your year. I hope it is. And uh, I, I, I'm excited about the new year. I think, I guess everyone has that renewed optimism that things are going to change but uh you know like all the social media memes tell you you have got to take action in order for things to change the definition of crazy is doing the same thing and expecting a different result so you got to take action got to do some new stuff change up the rituals right so i got a few things i wrote down i'm trying to Take better care of me physically, mentally. Slow down a little bit. Be a little bit more intentional. What are you? What are your things? Huh? Let me put that in the old, in the old interact section on the old, uh, on the old Spotify podcast platform. I don't even ask that question. What do you got for resolutions? What are you trying to change? And how are you trying to do it? And are you beating yourself up if you don't do it? That's the thing. I don't know if it's just for people who grew up in a Catholic-type school system or with the Catholic church around when you were younger, but guilt. Guilt's the backpack you wear 24-7 when you don't do something right and just beat yourself up about it. And so can you make mistakes along the way and have shortcomings where you don't beat yourself up that is the key that's not easy to do you know so i'm, I'm gonna try and work on that too you know and uh and see where it goes i had a great holiday it was i hope you did too i had a great great christmas it was one of the best i can remember for a very very long time uh left halifax went back to calgary for the full month spent some time in canmore alberta huh that little diamond just I love that place. 
that place is just like a it's like a spa day just you go there you everything just slows down your shoulders drop you you feel relaxed everything's great you don't have a worry in the world it's 60 minutes from calgary and from traffic and speed of life and just got to be here and there and wherever you get the camera you're like it's like the handbrake's on you're forced to slow down it's awesome so spent a couple of nights there with my lady we had a great time and then her folks came up and i'm telling you right now we gave them the alberta christmas experience okay i'm talking farmers markets okay okay the christmas farmers market i mean you want the full alberta package you go to a farmer's market in calgary around christmas time okay and you see what the artisans have made see their wares is that what this is called wares you see their wares and you're like man give me some of those wares we'll take three of those wares give me two of those wares you know did that we went to see the play a christmas carol we went to took them out to the mountains went out to banff went on the gondola I'm going to tell you something. This is a big thing for me now. And Christine and I talk about this all the time. It's like as an adult, how many moments can you create that make you feel like a kid again? Like, do you remember that sense of wonder you had when you were a child, whether it was like Christmas morning or going somewhere new for the first time or um, having chocolate at any time? Just that sense of wonder and, oh my God, this is amazing. And your mind was like blown. Well, how often do we get to feel that as adults, right? We're worried about bills and taxes and, my God, the cost of gas and groceries and, and all the joy and the wonder and stuff gets sucked out of us because we're just worn down with all this other crap, right? So like how often do you get to feel that sense of like excitement and exuberance? Well, let me tell you folks. I'll tell you what you do if you want to do it. You take two people on a gondola ride in Banff, Alberta. You want to see two senior citizens light up like kids Christmas morning. Put them on a gondola going several hundred feet above sea level as you climb to the top of a mountain. They were like kids in a candy store so delighted and then when you're around that you can't help but get happy that that they're happy and then it seems exciting to you again too they were absolutely delighted to be in this gondola and get to the top of the mountain then you get to the top of the mountain and it's just mountain tips for as far as you can see you you think you're thinking like the grinch lives over here that's what you're thinking you're like the grinch must live right there that this looks exactly like the movie you're expecting Jim Carrey to come out in between takes and go, hey, how's it going? Yeah, we're just shooting the Grinch 2 here. Like, that's what it looks like up there. It's beautiful. It's stunning. Uh, Sulphur Mountain, I think is the name of the mountain. And uh, I hadn't been up there in years myself. So when you go up there, even if you've been there before, you, you do. You feel like you're on top of the world. It, it's the most amazing feeling in the world. So to take them up there was pretty sweet. It was pretty cool to see their experience. So we did that, and that was awesome. The weather was great. It was sunny every day. Had a little bit of snow, just enough snow to make it feel like, like Christmas, you know, like the holidays. I'll tell you something I did, and I haven't done this in a long time. 
I mentioned uh, Christian guilt there off the top, and I, I went to uh, Catholic school, you know, elementary school, junior high, high school. And then, uh, you know, I, I stopped going to church. I was like, I don't, you know, it wasn't for me anymore, you know. But Christine's mom wanted to go to church. They go. So I said, you know what? We'll go. I'll go. I can tell you something right now. I mean, I thought it was quite relaxing. You know, it was great to just have a moment to just pause and be still and go, yeah, man, what do I want the year to look like? What, a, what am I doing? You know, it was, it, was, it was a peaceful moment. You know, you listen to the speeches, things they do there, whatever they call them. Like, that, okay, yeah, there's a lesson in there, you know. Now, I don't know if I'm going to be a regular churchgoer. I don't think that's probably going to happen. But I see a place for it. I see where you could, this is a place to regather the head here and whatever. Even if you don't believe completely, there's just uh, any pause is good, especially as an adult, especially if you're busy, you got stuff going on, any pause you can find. Maybe that's church for you. Maybe that's, I don't know, meditation, yoga. I don't know. But... Yeah, it was, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, this is good. You know, so did that Christmas Eve. It was also my birthday, Christmas Eve. Thanks to you who sent gifts. No one. Um, birthday Christmas Eve was great. My lady hooked me up with Foo Fighters tickets. Can you believe that? I, Trent McClellan, massive... Foo Fighters fan, massive Dave Grohl fan, have never ever seen the Foo Fighters live before. Never ever done it. Never been to see them. Had opportunities, didn't take it. Then other times when they were on tour, I was in some other part of the country doing a show or filming 22. I never, I've never had a chance to go see them. Boom. Foo Fighters tickets, baby. In Seattle. Huh? Where Grohl had like Nirvana and stuff. Like, what? Let's go, let's go, wow. Awesome. Unbelievable. So doing that and uh, pretty excited. Also got tickets to see uh, City in Color here in Halifax Town. So they're coming in February. Big fan of City in Color and Dallas Green. Huge fan. So be checking that out. Just experiences again as i mentioned earlier if you'll circle back to what i'd mentioned earlier about moments where we feel like kids again but we're adults feel like a kid the exuberance the excitement but we're adults um and i find concerts do that for me all the time i always feel grateful i went to a show you get lost in the music and the energy and the lights and all that stuff and i i have always loved that uh i think you folks on this podcast have heard me rave about the amazing sarah mclaughlin that i saw last year and how awesome that was so this year trying to get to more shows whether they're in my neck of the woods or i have to travel a little bit i want to go watch great performers do what they do that's i mean as a performer i I do forget sometimes that like, yeah, I should be going to watch more performers do their thing. And so that's a goal as well this year for 2024. Like get to more shows, get to more concerts, go see that band or that performer you want to go see and, uh, and enjoy it. And you never regret it, right? 
Like I, I feel like most times when we go on trips or take a vacation, you don't you don't sit back and regret it afterwards. You're like, man, this was awesome. This was a great experience, and all the stuff that goes along with getting to a city or a venue and stuff. I love all that. I love traveling. So that's something I'm going to try and do. Try and do as well. Now, over the holidays, I think a lot of you out there, you get stressed, right? Because you're dealing with a lot. You got to decide what gifts to get for who. You're ordering stuff online. Is it going to show up? Did it go to the wrong house? You're dealing with a whole lot of stuff. You're making decisions all the time. And you probably have decision fatigue. And you get to a point where you're like, I don't know if I can even make another decision. You know? It almost feels like you're gambling when you're trying to decide this or that. Well, let me tell you about mine. I walked into a grocery store over Christmas and uh, I took one of the biggest gambles I've taken over the last year. Here's what I did. I bought a bag of mandarin oranges, okay? Now, to me, I don't know if there's a bigger gamble in life because there's no consistency with mandarin oranges or tangerines. It's like you don't know what you're getting. You, you, you buy a bag of mandarin oranges one day, you open them up, you're like, this is the best thing ever made. This is just citrusy, heaven, sugary goodness. You, you, you want to eat like seven in a row. You buy a bag of mandarin oranges a week later and you're like, farmers have quit. We're not even trying now. This, it's just as well to put the dirt they were grown in Put that in the bag and let us eat that. I mean, I don't know a more volatile fruit than the mandarin orange. I mean, what, sometimes they're dry, like dust comes out. I mean, you're like, <coughs> just, what? I got 40 of these? So I, I get really, I get really nervous about buying bags of mandarin oranges or tangerines. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to waste the money on this experiment, whatever this is, in this mesh bag, right? So I said, okay, I'm going, I'm going in on the mandarin oranges, you know? And I got to tell you something, jackpot, every single one. There wasn't that moldy one that's in there sometimes, you know? That one that's just sick. You know, you get that sometimes too. All they're all pretty good, but then there's just a sick one that's kind of like half white. You're like, that's not good. That's not, that's not mandarin orange color. You're called an orange. You shouldn't be white, right? And you're like, oh, okay, now did you? Is that got under the other fellas? So anyway, I mean, to you out there taking chances and taking risks, and no one talks about this, but I'm telling you right now, the bag of mandarin oranges. I mean, if you're if you're walking up to that till and you got that little mesh bag of mandarin oranges and you're saying, man, I'm, I'm going for it. I mean, it should come with a waiver, like just some kind of warning, like, hey, man, these may taste like a boot. We don't know. I mean, it is hit or miss here with these. And I mean, you can try it, but... She's, you know, because that's what it's like. So, I mean, I feel like getting some Mandarin Orange support group going for people who've been burned by the Mandarin Orange purchase. 
So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what we do to get some consistency there, you know? I'll tell you something else that blows, blows my mind. I don't know if you had some of these over the holidays. Is the, uh, the bunch of bananas that never turns yellow. Have you had the pleasure of having those in your home? Hey, these things going to be green for life? What, what are these? Who? Hey, I'd like the greenest bananas you have forever. After a while, I was like, are these, are these Christmas ornaments? Did I buy actual bananas or were this just a bunch that is supposed to hang on the tree? I don't understand. Like, how do you not turn somewhat yellow at some point? We're just, we're just going to stay green? I don't telling you and with the prices of groceries I mean we got to know what we're getting I mean you put put those bananas with the evergreen trees they're gonna be green for life they can't be here with the other bananas you, you we're talking about change dude we're talking about 2024 and changing and being better and you're just gonna stay green forever dude you're, you're supposed to get yellow that's that's what bananas do. So, I mean, I'm telling you, grocery stores, we're going to have to start getting pickier with our suppliers. We're going to have to start figuring out, okay, who, who's bringing the actual goods, you know? I don't want no dusty-tasting mandarin oranges. I don't want evergreen bananas. Don't want them. I don't think anyone does. No one needs it. It's not for me. Don't need it. None of my business. Bring them to Canadian Tire. You know, they could be used as those, you know, those bowls you see of fake fruit, fake apples, fake oranges. You just bring these real bananas and just let them sit there. They're like, man, these seem real. They are. They just are green forever. Just put them in the bowl with the fake fruit, you know. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's maybe this is a product of getting older. These are the complaints I have about life. But it's like, man, I, as I said, groceries are... You get two bags of groceries, that's a couple hundred dollars now for two bags of groceries. It's like, yeah, it's 300 bucks. You're like, I, I don't, for fruit, I got to throw away at some point? For bananas, I got to outweigh like a hostage negotiation? Because you, you get these green bananas, you think the next day is the day, you know? You're like, okay, they're green now, but it's Monday. I'm sure by tomorrow or Wednesday, they're going to be yellow. You go down, they're greener than they were the day before. You're like, is someone painting these overnight? What? What's going on? You outweighed them. I've outweighed bananas for two weeks. It's like, they're like, green light, man. Nope. No yellow in here. Mm-mm. It's like, what? Did I buy? Did I buy it? something called a green banana that I did not look did I not look at the little sign and I purchased some exotic green banana and I didn't I just thought all bananas were is that what I did you start second guessing yourself you think you're going crazy so I mean dad we, we got to be better with them I mean we you're like man did I just sign on this podcast this guy's going off about mandarin oranges and bananas for 15 minutes yeah yeah you want to talk about dark stuff in the world? You go to another podcast. You want to talk about absolute nonsense? I'm your guy. Right here. You're looking at 
of the Trend 30. But I know some of you out there. I know, I know my fans and supporters. They they get what I'm talking about. If you, if you get what I'm talking about, you let me know in the comments section. Yeah, man, I'm also in that camp of, hey, mandarin oranges are a gamble. And yeah, green bananas, why aren't you turning yellow? I know you feel me out there. I'm not alone in the world. It's the beauty of a podcast. You put your thoughts and ideas out there and then people go, yeah, me too. Trent, yeah. We should get together and have a group about it. You know? Well, maybe not go that far, but you understand what I mean. Um, so, yeah, that's my thoughts on fruit. And, 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 and I, don't, I don't, it never happened when I was younger. I never remembered oranges being risky. Bananas being like, I don't want to change. I don't remember it. It didn't, it uh, just didn't happen. Nothing makes sense. That's the, that's the bottom line is that nothing makes sense anymore, right? You know? Everything that you used to know, everything that was factual to you now, you're like, I don't know. I don't know if that's the case anymore, right? Don't know. Um, got some sad news this week, unfortunately. Um, and I was thinking about it and how to approach this topic. And I was thinking about my childhood. And I think the things that you remember clearly from your childhood are the times that you, times that you laughed and the times that you cried, I think. They're the moments that really stick with you and are vivid, vivid memories for you. And um, unfortunately, this past week, uh, a former teacher of mine, Fonts Power, who was, um, I think, the principal or assistant principal for a while at Regina High School, my old high school, and was a guidance counselor there for a while, also taught me physics when I was in high school. And I think... When you're in high school and you're getting up in the morning and it's cold and it's January and it's dark and you're trudging to school, you're looking for reasons to be there. You're like, man, is school ever going to end ever? I've been in this thing since I've been born, it feels like, and I got to learn all these things and there's tests and paper to do. And you're just in that, the drudgery of going to school. You need those characters, those teachers, who make it fun, who make it lively, right? Who think outside the box and they're like, hey, this is how we're gonna do this and let's have some fun. And that's who Fonz Power was. He was a teacher that obviously cared about his students learning and getting the work done, but also tried to build fun into every single class. And one of his famous things was to say at about with 10 minutes left in class say boys shall we take the big break today or what and you'd be like yes we should take the big break and then we would just close our books and we would just chat and you could ask him questions about life or and he would ask questions about you and get to know you and you laughed and you laughed and the bell rang and when you left the class that's what you remembered you remember how much fun you had in that last five ten minutes and so when you had that class again later that week, you were excited to go back to that class. And of course, there'd be work to start and you're working on whatever it was, physics or whatever it was he was teaching, but you knew there was gonna be some element of fun and connection 
going on at some point. And that's what he brought. I mean, every single day that I went to school there, he was that guy. Um, I told this story online uh, on uh, Facebook, I think, just that uh, when he was the guidance counselor at our school, I was sitting in his office one day and uh, his secretary came in and said, uh, Fonts, I've got a copy of this form. It's for your files. Here you go. And she handed it to him. And he, he goes, thank you. And then she shut the door. She left and shut the door. And he said, Trent, I don't have the heart to tell her I don't have any files. <laughs> and I, I just started laughing. And then he started laughing. We were laughing for like a bunch of minutes. It was just like... Oh, this is a guidance counselor. Like, what? He he don't even have files. This is, but just a kind, kind, kind soul and someone I think who wanted to get to know the students, cared about them as people, wanted them to enjoy the process. I think of coming to school every single day and having a good time and having a laugh. That everything wasn't supposed to be so serious. And I don't know what it was like for you in school, but when you go to Catholic schools back in the day, like if you went to Catholic school back in the 70s, 80s, 90s, probably 2000s, like it was a pretty tight ship, right? It was like, here's the way things are. Things are black and white. Um, you know, there, there wasn't much wiggle room for you individually as a person, you know? But there were certain teachers that left that room that left that room for the students to kind of be themselves, to get to know them a little bit. And uh, Mr. Power was definitely one of those teachers. So uh, he will be missed. He was a larger than life character uh, in Cornerbrook in my hometown. And uh, my condolences go to Dave and his family because, uh, and that man will be missed. It's like, you know, I, I said, uh, I wrote a little something and just said like, I. He'll be missed now, but I, I missed him the day I graduated from high school. You know, that guy was just, his approach to teaching, his approach to life was kind of like, yeah, there's work to do. He was a very smart man. And it's like, man, but you, you also have to make room for fun. And if you do that, life's just a little bit easier, you know? So, yeah, man, he'll be missed. And so my uh, my condolences to, to his family and uh, his friends. It's uh definitely a huge loss so uh rest easy mr power you will be missed uh what else is going on for me man we're back here at 22 minutes our um our first show of 2024 airs tonight we had a fun time last week making the show and we're just back in the machine now so it's we um we've started the second half of it and uh i think everyone's excited to be back and get back at it and we realized this thing is just a lightning bolt. We're all just riding it. And and uh, before we know it, it'll be spring and we'll be wrapped again for the summer. And when you're on a TV show, it's so all-encompassing. It, it It's so much of your time and your energy. And you also think about it all the time and what you can do. And for us as cast members, it's like, it's writing sketches, it's memorizing lines, it's... Um, shooting the sketches it's getting ready for the live show on Monday nights with the actual audience and one of the things that I'm glad is back is that we now do photos again behind the actual desk at 22 minutes so for those of you who don't know the show we it's a fake news show and we have a news desk 
And after our live tapings now, again, we actually let the studio audience, if they want to, line up and they can come get pictures with us, with the cast behind the desk. And we couldn't do it for a couple of years due to the COVID protocol and stuff. And I'm glad it's back because you start to hear people's stories again about how much the show means to them or a little something about who, who they are and what their connection is to the show or they brought their mom for the first time or their dad and they're really, really excited. And people come from like different cities and stuff. And the cool thing this year is like the last, the last season actually, like a lot of kids are coming now. Like we got kids who are like, you know, 10, 12 years old, like coming to the show and wearing their 22 minutes t-shirt. And um, I don't know, it's just kind of cool because you get to hear these stories and it reminds you of why you're doing this again, you know? Like you sometimes get in the machine and the bubble of the machine and you're doing it and it's flat out and you're like, man, this is, this is, this is work and we're going at it. But then when you realize the people that it touches and the people that it impacts, you're like, oh man, this is all worthwhile. And people saying, oh man, the show helped me through a tough time and I always look forward to it and thanks for the laughs and the levity. And I was like, man, that's, that's what it's about. And ironically, that's what Mr. Power was about. It's like, man, have some fun in life. Like, don't take everything so seriously. Everything's temporary. Everything's gonna pass. Just, just try and find a way to uh, to laugh and provide some levity in your life. So, um, yeah, it's great to kind of have that realization again and have those moments back. And uh, I think uh, a lot of those seeds are planted in you by uh, some pretty influential people earlier in your life. And uh, Mr. Power, Fonz Power was definitely one of those people. Well, that's it. That's uh, the first episode of 2024 for the Trent 30. Thanks so much for listening. You can follow me on the old Instagram, Trent underscore McClellan. You can follow me on Facebook, just my name. And um, yeah, I'm excited. I hope you're doing well. Have a fantastic week. And I will talk to you again next week on the Trent 30.